and welcome back to Noah's Window. Again, we're working on six different ways we can start this new year. These are things that everyone, anyone can do. It doesn't matter what your unique situation is. These are universal things we can all do starting this new year to do the next right thing, things that will help us to grow uh, in our relationship with the Lord. So first we talked about seeking God. We talked about knowing God. And today we want to talk about following. You know, something about following, uh, we, we talk about that a lot. I hear of the term a lot, Christ follower, God follower. We often use that because it denotes a little more than just bearing a, a tag. It, it indicates that you're doing something. If you're following, you're at least moving, you're, you're accomplishing something. But there's a couple of things about following we want to think about. First of all, you can't really follow someone unless they're in front of you. Um, so sometimes I think in our current culture, when we call ourselves a Christ follower, what we really want is, is a, a Christ that will validate our life the way we want it to be. But that's not what being a Christ follower is about. Christ follower would be someone who's following behind in alignment with. Um, and that would be the second thing. If you're following, you, you need to be aligned. You need to be in line, behind, following in the steps. So... Um, Following in the steps. Uh, the verse that I chose for us today is in the book of 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 21. Let me share that with you. Uh, it says, For God called you, by the way, obviously, this is Peter speaking in a letter he wrote. For God called you to do good, even if it means suffering, just as Christ suffered, for, uh, just as Christ suffered for you. He is your example, and you must follow in his steps. Now, this isn't the most pleasant um, subject to talk about when you're looking at a new year and everything you want to be bright and cheerful and this is talking about suffering but it is important for us to realize that in this life uh, Jesus suffered and he is our leader and we're to follow him and so it could be that in this life we'll be called on to suffer and he is our example so let's read that verse again this is first Peter chapter 2 verse 21 for God called you to do good okay even if it means suffering, doesn't necessarily mean suffering, but in our generation, more and more, I believe that might be the case. Just as Christ suffered for you, oh, the for you part's important, isn't it? He didn't just suffer randomly. His suffering was for a purpose, and his purpose in suffering was actually for us to benefit. For his love for us, he suffered. So Jesus, Peter says, is your example, and you must follow in his steps. Now, following in his steps is a popular Theme. There's books written by that title and, and songs. I can think of several songs started playing in my mind when I was looking at this theme. But I was reminded especially of a trip that we made back in June of 2019 where we went to the Holy Land. We went to Israel and we literally got to walk in some of the places where Jesus walked. Now, many layers of earth have, of earth have come and gone since he walked there. Um, but it was thrilling to um, see with our eyes and and touch with our hands and walk along places that very likely he had experienced when he was here on this earth. Um, but that's just a physical thing. This is so much bigger than just the physical following in his steps. It doesn't mean to go uh, to Galilee, which we visited, or Jerusalem. That's not the following in his steps that it's talking about. So I want to read on in uh, 1 Peter chapter 2 to give you the examples that Peter gives us because these are pretty... Um, sobering, important examples that he gives us. Because he said, after he said, you must follow in his steps, this is what Peter goes on to say. 
He never sinned. This is speaking of Jesus. He never sinned, nor ever deceived anyone. He did not retaliate when he was insulted, nor threaten revenge when he suffered. He left his case in the hands of God, who always judges fairly. I wish all of us could hear that right now. Let me repeat that part of the verse. He left his case in the hands of God, who always judges fairly. And remember, this is Jesus who did no wrong ever. Okay? He personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. Um, we could go on, but I think that's a good place to stop for a moment. Um, so when we're following in the steps, here's some things. It has to do with sin. It has to do with our relationship with others. You know, when anytime you look at the boundaries that God places on us and the guidelines that he gives us, it always has to do with one of two things, and generally both. That is our relationship to him, that that should be a sweet relationship, a submissive relationship on our part, because after all, he made us. Um, and then it's our relationship to others. Now, that's where we can get even more problematic. Now, I think most of us deep down in our heart realize God is, he knows us and he loves us and he takes care of us and all of that. But we have a harder time sometimes with the others part of it. But we need to remember that's very important to God, our relationship with others. And I would just challenge you to go back to 1 Peter and dig into chapter 2 a little more and see um, how deeply following his steps is going to affect our relationship with others and how we respond, uh, how we uh, speak, and how we react to things. I think that's important, especially for our day. And also um, preparing our hearts, still in our hearts, for um, difficult days as, as Christians. If we're going to truly align ourselves behind Jesus and follow Jesus, it's not going to be a popular place to be. And I think we need to be prepared for that. But that's what he's called us to do. And remember, he made the ultimate sacrifice. And he's with us. He'll guide us. He's going to get us through this. And um, he, he's not worried. He's going to take care of us. So we shouldn't be, be worried either. And let's follow in his steps Let's be willing to line ourselves up behind Jesus Christ and follow him. And that's going to be a great start to our year. So I hope that's an encouragement to you and a challenge to you even today. And I want to have a word of prayer before we go this morning. Oh, Father, what a privilege it is that we have such a wonderful example that Jesus who carried our sins in his own body so that we could have eternal life and forgiveness. That's such a picture we need to be reminded of each and every day. Um, that because of what he did, we can follow in his steps. We can be um, forgiving and we can be humble and not retaliate. Lord, just help us to be good followers even today and this week and this year. Um, I just pray that you would um, help us with that. We need your help, Father. This is a difficult time and we need your help. We need you to carry us through. We need you to lead, lead us and we want to follow you, keep our eyes on you. And we're going to thank you for all that you're going to do. And we want to give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, if you're not yet a follower of Jesus Christ, I hope that you will be uh, listening and thinking about this Jesus who carried your sins in his body on the cross so that you could be forgiven. If you not yet received that forgiveness, I pray that today would be that day. If you would uh, reach out to us, we would love to help you on that faith journey. If you would text talk to us to 97,000 with whatever questions you might have, 
uh, we would love to um, just reach out and, and be a help to you in this time. And we just pray God's blessings on you and look forward to seeing you next time on Noah's Window. God bless.